Oh, hi, Ashley. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Suddenly I got tired, I think, just because I saw your face and it drains all my energy. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Honest to Pod with me, Matthew Ali. And him, Matthew Ali. Yeah, the most important person in the world, obvs. <laughs> uh, Ashley McAllister. Hey! And today it's Sunday, not Monday, which you normally record. So that's good news. Yeah. Recording on a Sunday. We've got hoods up. My house is freezing. Honestly, I've got like full clothes on and yeah, I need to keep this hoodie on. I might put on a woolly hat because I think I'm going to come down with something if I stay in this cold. And I keep sniffing like this. I thought someone thought I might be crying earlier on because I was like rubbing my eyes and then like, <laughs> But no, I haven't been crying today. Not today. No, not today. Yeah, it's still only six o'clock, so... Well, I'm going to watch, have you seen this side of the show called um, Sex Education? Oh, I've heard about it. Is this one Gillian, An- Gillian Anderson's in it? She yeah, she's, she's amazing in it. I've only seen two episodes, but it's really funny. I don't understand. I need to ask some people because it's a funny show, right? And it's about some 16-year-olds just going to like college, yeah. a private one. But it looks like it's based in like, I don't know, the 70s, right? Like the houses and the decor and stuff. But it's also really modern in a way because it's multicultural and it's got like gay people in it and blacks and asians and all sorts and they've got mobile phones but then they've got vhs tapes and vinyls so it's really hard like i think it's set in a particular time it's also very british but it looks like an american like school like a high school like jocks and like groups of people and stuff like that so it's really interesting but it's also really funny oh it's common is it how long is the episode uh, an hour. It's funny. It's a little bit dramatic. It's just a good show all around. So I want to get. I've, I've only watched a few episodes. It's only eight episodes. It sounds like honest to pod, funny but a little bit dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm the funny. You're the dramatic. <gasps> Me? I wanted to start today with a quote. Oh, okay. And it goes. One second. Only those who will risk going too far can possibly find out how far one can go. That's such a good quote. Where'd you get that one from? Um, so I've been following this douche. He's wrote hashtag just keep peddling. And um, it's just like Instagram where it takes the piss out of those motivational quotes. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And then someone popped up. And uh, it was my friend Ashley. Oh my God. You have more than one friend called Ashley. Yeah. 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 I think I do. Ashley McAllister. He looks a bit round. <laughs> a lot of filter on his pictures. Um, what do you think was appropriate to post this? Um, since it's all about motivation. Actually, I was actually going to speak about this because somebody messaged me saying on earlier on saying I'm embarrassed for you. And I'm yeah, like, and I'm actually saying, can you tell? Can you talk to your friend? Well, no, I'm not going to take it. I'm Who messaged you that? Who messaged you? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to say. Is it someone I know? Oh yeah, totally. Oh my god, I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> no, they said something like they said they said it something like a picture of CrossFit and a motivational quote. I'm embarrassed for you, and I'm like, I'm embarrassed for you if your hang up on a Sunday is that you get put out of joint by somebody else trying to be positive. What type of miserable life do people have whenever they sit and rip on somebody for trying to be positive? Oh, piss off! That would have said in you like a couple of months ago. No, I would never rip on somebody for being positive. That's bullshit. I don't even word that you fucking say. Nope, I would not. I'll tell you why. And why? <laughs> I'll tell you why. There's nothing wrong with positivity. The world is too negative. Okay. Do you think the world's very positive right now? No, I don't. I think like only negative things are in the news and things like that. So why why would you when somebody's putting a positive quote and a motivational quote next to something that they find challenging and the message is you know, you need to push yourself to your limits to realize how far you can go. Why would you sit and pick, pick on somebody for doing that? Because it's like typical generic quote, like, you know, it's very um, Insta-worthy. Well, it was on Instagram. It's, it's just a bit much, babe. Was, I don't think it was. And do you know what? I had lots of praise for it as well. So all I'm going to say is, is for these people who are going to sit and moan about how negative the world is right now, Believe me, they didn't hang up over hours of it, okay? It's not like people just sit 
screwing over something you've written. It's just like, come on now, let's be real. Let's be real. All right. Well, I'm going to do more of it. So if you have an issue with it, I'd suggest unfollow. Okay. Well, you keep doing it. Don't you unfollow. <laughs> You're not liking it. I didn't say anything originally. I was going to bring it up anyway, but then I woke up to a message being like, sort your friend out. And I was like, listen, what am I supposed to do? And he said, just talk to him. And I was like, I'll do it on Honest to Pods because I was going to do it anyway and hot him up because this is ridiculous. No, I actually think it's a really good quote. And I think it's very motivational. You, um, did you make up the quote or did you find it? No, it's from a, fam- fam- a famous poet. Well, yeah. Listen, peeps, there's nothing wrong with a bit of positivity in your life. It's not so much positivity. It's more like, what's the word? I want to think of like unabashed gloating. What's it, what's it called? How is it gloating? There's a picture of me sweating on a bike. A humble brag. It's like a humble brag. That's it. That's the word. How is it a humble brag? I'm not because saying, like, I, I work out, I work out, and then if you keep pushing, like it's very much a little humble break. Oh, I go to the gym. It's one of those things, which is fine because no, I was talking about this with someone the other day about Instagram in general. Instagram is really hard to be negative, I think. Whereas like Twitter and Facebook, it's quite easy to be negative. Because in Instagram, it's all pictures and you know, it is exaggerated. Like everyone looks better, everyone's lives are better. But at this point, I think I prefer people to feel unashamed in their self-gratifying movements because at least it's positive and not negative whereas twitter trolls get the same satisfaction and reaction but for being horrible and i'm thinking well you know people should be proud that's what it was people should be proud of what they're doing and if you understand that it's for your own benefit and not for others which it is then that's okay um i don't think it's just for others um not just for others for yourself it's for yourself no, it's right. I don't think it's just for me. I think it is also for others. I'm not saying that everyone in the world is watching my Instagram and thinking, oh my God, look at this. I'd say that if I can inspire one person to do something off the back of me showing that six months ago I was over 16 stone and I've lost weight because I got my act together and decided to exercise more, I don't think that's a bad message to share with the world. It's not a bad message, but it's still self-gratifying and still for yourself of course it is i've worked hard yeah, actually, that's that's it. Of course, i'm not i'm not i'm not embarrassed to say i've lost weight you shouldn't be embarrassed to say that you've lost weight no why, one's why are you attacking me embarrassed for the post. i'm not embarrassed for the post i think it was a great post i think the picture was really awesome i was caught in action cycling i hate that fucking assault bike you mean you asked them to take a picture while you're on the back vehement no i don't i didn't ask him there's a really horrendous picture of me actually as well which i'll put up some other time but we actually, like, because I was thinking about this today because like, we've been playing rugby on the weekends and we're doing really well and we're win- winning all the games. Oh, what a nice little humble brag. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was a statement of fact. I, I don't know what else to say apart from it was a statement of fact. So, but there's a small group of people now, which has never happened before with us, um, where people are, like, posting on Instagram, like, after the games, like, topless and saying, like, how amazing we are and stuff. And that's never really happened. And at the start, I felt quite uncomfortable about it because I was like, I don't know, I thought it broke some sort of sanity in my mind. I don't know. I just find it really uncomfortable. I find it, it's, it's the same thing. I find it uncomfortable because they'll be like in these forced poses of like sort of playing rugby or like kit or getting ready and stuff like that. So it's manufactured and I find that quite difficult. Like these, these manufactured pictures that people ask to do that, to then post that are meant to look genuine or like candid. Yeah, I mean, I think with a lot of stuff on social media, it can be a bit fake. Um, a lot of it, I guess, yeah. But just to point out, this time last week, I posted one where I had actually failed on my exercise. And the message there was, look, some days you have bad days. Just never worry. Get up and move on. So that wasn't really, that was me pointing out that there was flaws happening as well. Well, in exercise, you have to work to failure anyway, don't you? Really? Wait. You work. Yeah. In exercise, you push yourself to failure. No, but yeah, that's different. If Yeah. But I'm saying you just, I had a really shit day and I couldn't do something I knew I could do. And then candid photo of you on the floor, heavy breathing, saying, sometimes failure happens, but keep on pushing through. Hashtag truck, truck, truck along. No, no. (laughs) That sounds really good. Why didn't I push that one? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, enough ripping me and my positivity. How's your week been? My week has been all right. Like, um, I started, well, let me just have a little humble brag there. So, Last week was my first week of uh, New Year, New Me. 
Oh, here we go. This is interesting. Yes. So I went to the gym a couple of times, three times, which is more than I have been in a while, which is great. And uh, What made you want to go to the gym? Pardon? What made you want to go to the gym? I finally went onto the scales. I mean, I wanted to do it anyway. I knew I was gaining weight, but I was literally for about a year and a half afraid to weigh myself. It's really bad. Um, and, and then it was getting to a point where I was like, I need to weigh myself. I need to weigh myself. I know I'm getting bigger. And if I look at the number, I know it will scare me. I looked at the number and honestly, it fucked me up. I'm so are, you, are you going to say what myself? Huh? Are you going to say what the number is? Yeah, it was 112 kilos. <gasps> what? That's, I'm trying to figure out what that is. In my head. So I was 105 when I was 16 stone. So that's, that's 16 and a half stone? I have no idea, but it's huge. 112. When I look in the mirror, I don't even look, feel. I don't even feel that big. But then we watched, like, the game that we played yesterday, um, someone posted um, and filmed it and sent it and put it on YouTube. And I was just like, fuck me, I'm just plodding on. And I was never like that before, and it's really, really bad. So I'm kind of, well, I wish I didn't say this now, I'm kind of embarrassed. But it's like the opposite to sort of, you know, your experiences where you're progressing and you're losing weight. I think I need to just get it out there and admit to myself, like, how big I've gotten and say it and, you know, face it. And this week I've been eating a lot better and exercising more. And I hope, and I've got goals for every week. So I'm going to do weigh-ins every Monday. Awesome. And hopefully start losing some weight. That's really good. I'm really, I'm really happy for you. Yeah. If you want to follow somebody who's really motivational when it comes to exercise, I suggest following Ashton McAllister on Instagram. He puts up some really motivational quotes. I'm going to start playing it like... On Wednesday, when I'm failing or something, or I don't go to the gym in the morning, I'm going to post it and be like, ah, yes, I should. I should keep on pedaling. <laughs> well, I went to the chiropractors for the first time, which was... Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so we, chiropractors, somebody who just, like, those who don't know, crack all your bones into place again. So I had unaligned shoulders, and it was causing me pain along my right-hand side. Um, and I went, he, sort of weird, so he, he lays you down in the bed, and like this guy, oh my god, this guy loved to chat, like I pretty much know his whole life story now, <laughs> and I like to chat, but I couldn't get an edge, word in edgeways, but at the same time, he was, uh, you lie in his bed, and he sort of, he just spends like 45 minutes relaxing the muscles by prodding you, and, and he slowly rocks you into rhythm, like he, he'll be rocking you on the bed a bit, and you're like, it's so relaxing you're like oh this is so strangely nice and he's explaining that you know this is why like when you rock kids this is why they find it so relaxing because it's the rhythm it's just natural for the body just to find it really nice and i'm like it's so nice it's so nice and he's like prod 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 listening to all the muscles he goes okay now we're gonna crack some and i'm like okay so he like gets you to breathe in and do things in different ways and he started off by cracking my back in lots of places, but the worst, and I, even, I didn't even realize he was going to do it at the start. So he sits you down on a chair and he's like tapping your shoulders and tapping your neck and stuff. And then he goes, all right. And then he says, oh, you're relaxed. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And he just like cracks your neck. And I'm like, oh my God. Just oh, my God. And then the second, he, he said, obviously it's to do the other side. And he goes, okay, I'm going to do the other side. He says, but now you know it's coming. Uh, we'll do something else so that you're not expecting it. I'm like, okay. So he says, we'll work on your feet. I'm like, right, okay. I find this a bit strange. Like, right, okay. He goes, wiggle your toes. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I start wiggling and all of a sudden he just cracks the other side of my neck. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you got me. That's one of my biggest fears. Like, I was like, when you were mentioning, I've always wanted to do it, but I feel like they might break my neck. I know they know what they're doing, but any little mistake and you can be fucked, I'm sure. I'm sure that I'm like, it looks so sudden and so severe. I don't know. The thing is, I wasn't even expecting him to do any of that. I was, I've, I've had, I had online shoulders from bad posture and um, from sitting at the desk and other things. And I was expecting him just to go to do some stuff, feel some bones, and then say, okay, I want you to do these stretches. I didn't actually genuinely think I'd go in there, he'd crack my back, and my shoulders would be straight again. But I was just like, this is like magic. It's witchcraft. You have to go back. Uh, he said I don't have to come back, but he says if my, if I, he'd give me some stretches to do, um, and he said if the 
if your pain doesn't get any better, he'd recommend coming back. But he said, by no, by no means, you don't have to. No, that's good. That's good. He's not trying to like upsell you more sessions unnecessarily. No, he said he said that sometimes that that's what people think. But he um he explained that there's a guy who comes to him quite regularly, um like every six weeks or eight weeks, and in his sport he's never been injured in the last four years because he just gets his body realigned so often. Oh, I really need to go. I'm sure. I'm sure I've got a problem with my spine at the moment. Like it's called pain down my legs. Definitely go. I instantly felt better after doing it. Was he recommended by someone? Not that I could go to the same one. Um, he was. He, the guy at the gym. I won't say his name, but you know who I'm talking about. Mickey. Mickey, mm, you say his name. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to give him another shout out because his head gets so big. Um, Mickey, rec- Mickey recommended to him. Okay. And in the three years that Mickey's been going to this guy, he's never had one injury. The only time he's been off ill was when he had a chest infection. Oh, when you start competing, then uh, you can start going to regularly. When are you going to start competing? Well, this is a long intro to this podcast. Oh, um, it could be my bigs, you know. Well, <laughs> I like your one. Um, I'm going to try and compete in April. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. People want me to do the intermediate, which is slightly harder than I'd be comfortable with. Um, some of the skill levels are not what I can do yet, like double under skips or two to bar stuff like that. But I've got to April to perfect them. So we'll see. It's going to be a hard grind. Keep those quotes coming. I need to do something to keep me going. <laughs> we'll come up with one each week. <laughs> yeah, but we have Mickey's competing in Colchester next week, so I'll be in Colchester. You did say, yeah, you said. With uh, all the hotties. Yeah. You need to make sure you have your grinder, your scruff open just to see those gay crossfitters. Obviously. Travel, oh, etiquette. travel, travel etiquette 101. All right, well, let's get into some topics then. Okay. Talk about it. everybody else has talked about it. So I don't see why we shouldn't either. Mm. But I want to talk about the Gillette ad. Yay! So you watched you watched it there just before we came online. You seen? No, it? I got distracted again. What? So you've not? You didn't get to watch it? I watched it once, and then I was going to watch it just before this, and then I got distracted watching people's criticism of it. Oh. I watched Piers Morgan and Joe Rogan talk about it. Piers Morgan and Joe Rogan. Did you, I didn't see Joe Rogan. Did he criticize it as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just like, well, let's get, I'll tell you, it's not, it's, he doesn't, there's nothing like nail biting that he says. It's just not a fan of the advert. Yeah, are you a fan of the advert? Yeah, definitely. Of course I am. I think that I do believe that toxic masculinity, masculinity lives and is a thing. I don't believe that. And I, but then I also do believe nowadays that masculinity as a whole is almost being criticized. And I think we need to kind of decide what is like toxic and what is just someone who's masculine and may not be feminine, especially like within say the gay community, although it's not the same thing in this situation. Maybe it isn't. Um, that we're getting to a point now where mask for mask and all that sort of stuff is being taken the mick out of. And I take the piss out of like my friends. We spoke about this before actually. Some of my friends who are gay that are just don't really have many feminine quote feminine um, traits and the, you know and then we t- you know I take the piss out of them which isn't guess right you know some people just aren't that feminine regardless of whether they're like men or women you know yeah and that's totally fine yeah yeah um, so I think there is a certain level of those that are masculine maybe more so in the gay community than the straight community those that are masculine get a little bit of a hard time um, but I do think that people push masculinity too far sometimes what do you mean push masculinity too far? It becomes quite toxic. It becomes like, you know, like people behave a certain loutish way or behave really, you know, say horrible things to women or gay men or... or don't cry. That type of act, yeah, act in a certain way that makes it like really, really, um, you know, quite brutal. And playing rugby at university, this would have been 10 years ago, bearing in mind, but well, longer than that part of me, 12 years ago. But 
there's elements of that within that community, a bunch of lads, university, you know, getting drunk every Wednesday. That, that element lived, you know, where but I didn't feel too uncomfortable because I came out. To, well, actually, I think I, I responded in, in quite a bad way, like where I'd, I'd, I'd kiss like tons and tons of women on a night out. Um, just a lad. lads, but they all knew I was gay and they're all quite funny about it. Not funny, they were quite great about it. No one was, they were all really accepting of me. That's good. Yeah. Anyway, I do like the advert is the answer to that question. <laughs> um, well, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I do know how I feel about the advert. I don't love it, but I also don't think it's the worst thing to ever be made. Okay. Why don't you love it? I just think it's... I don't like the virtual signaling of Gillette by doing it. I think it's unneeded. Virtual signaling? Yeah, they're just... What does that mean? It's that they're wanting to show that they're on board of a certain message. I don't think it's right for corporate brands to do that. I don't know. It's a personal thing. I'm not saying it's wrong. Is that kind of like how people use the flag when you're saying that, you mean? Yeah. I I I don't... Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. anybody who puts a gay pride on a gay flag on something at Pride, but actually doesn't do anything else to support any sort of movement. It's just to show that they're publicly doing something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I see where you're coming. I see where you're coming from. Because it seems really sudden, doesn't it? Like it seems like no one has heard of Gillette in ages now, and that's what got me. Is like I wouldn't like you know everyone knows Gillette and stuff, but like then you know you don't speak about them. They're not regularly spoken about. The advertising is anything that's spectacular. In fact, the advertising in general is very generic. It's a man shaving himself and then that's it, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a little wobblehead about how great this blade is. Yeah, we've added another blade. Yeah, yeah. So I think like this has obviously made them stand out. And I do think there's a certain element of just a PR stunt personally. Oh totally. Yeah. It stinks of it. Um, mm. I think I think the overall message is nice. I, I I don't want to I don't want to say that the message is all men could be better, but I really like the message of you know the the boys of today or the or the men of tomorrow. I think mm-hmm. that was a message. Um, I also liked the bit that I in, the bit that the only bit that I really enjoyed was whenever the dad and his daughter were in the mirror. I was just about to say that's my favorite part because I remember that. Video. I remember that. Yeah, that was a, that was an actual viral clip, wasn't it? It wasn't. The advert has tons of viral clips in it. Oh, okay. I I just I didn't. Yeah, I couldn't remember if they restaged some, but that I, I do remember that when it went out. That was the actual video, yeah. And he's yeah. saying, like, I am strong. She's like, I'm strong. You are beautiful. I am beautiful. Yeah, it's lovely. That, that, that was nice. That was a very nice moment. Mm. But I think overall, I, I, I think it's the same sort of thing that like, Pierce Morgan was saying. I don't... Starting the whole thing with things like Me Too, and it was just... I, it, I think it's sort of puts men at a stance where they're saying all men are like this and we need to stop and we need to start calling each other out on it. And it's like, well, not all men are bad. Did you see the clip with Pierce Morgan and I can't remember the guy's name, I think it's called Peter Jones or something. And they said if, if it was a woman's ad made and they were... Uh, saying, you know, stop false race, rape claims and stuff like that. Women would be up in arms. It would be taken down if it was that bad. But it's difficult because it's, it's like anything. We, we used to talk about, we, you know, last week we were talking about sort of, you know, race issues or within like sexuality and stuff. But like, if you are basically straight white men can't get away with anything. And, and so like, women are marginalized, you know, treated differently kind of group. So that's why they couldn't because they are a, an oppressed group or had been, you know, in the past. So that's why that would never happen. Not that it should or shouldn't happen, but it wouldn't happen because of that reason. Yeah. But I'd also then say that just because, I mean, the street, I think the street white male gets such a hard time these days. It doesn't mean that they should be a punching bag for every other minority out there. Granted, in, the, in decades gone past, they've had it good, but it doesn't mean yeah. that people have it good. We talk about it all the time, but male suicide rate is unbelievable. I think 50 people a day is what I heard last. 50, 50 males a day kill themselves in the UK. Oh my God. In the UK? I'm sure that's what it meant. That is ridiculously high. I can't believe that would be true. Um, well, that's what the guy Peter 
thing he said on that Piers Morgan. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So if I'm wrong, he's wrong. That's why I'm getting my facts wrong. <laughs> but, but, but anyway, male suicide is, whatever the number is, higher. Um, and it's just, and it's, is it, he, he makes the claim that the suicide rate is so high is because there's this constant bashing of male, of the males and masculinity and this celebrity. No, I don't think so. I, I wouldn't agree to that. I don't think it is solely on that, but I do also think that it's so hard. Like, I remember in the height of all the Me Too stuff, I chatted to some of my straight friends, like, I am so glad that I don't have to sleep with women because this is dangerous times. I don't know. So, like, saying, uh, to me, there's similar points. And, like, if he's saying, like, male suicide is because men are getting a hard time, I think it's, to me, I'd say, like, that could be a result of the toxic masculinity where men aren't able to express themselves they should and feel comfortable being sensitive or emotionally available and like vulnerable people to feel vulnerable and i think that could be a result as to why you know if people if they were able to be more open and honest they feel more comfortable within ask you know anywhere and not have to be a strong man that doesn't cry or feel emotions that kind of behavior would make it happen than feeling attacked by the world because i think we are far away from feeling like men are completely attacked maybe it's many maybe small attacks but still constantly attacked we're not even close to yet no but then you don't know every, every individual story no um, it's just I, I, I don't know the ad i mean the ad for you know there's one of the most disliked videos on the internet um, left field, like it came out of nowhere. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. Up to be like, what? Wait a minute. Yeah, I just, I've got a, the ads on my phone here, but the ad has got six hundred and thirty-five thousand likes and over one point one million dislikes. <laughs> on YouTube. On, on YouTube, yeah. And that's on that's the video on the Gillette channel. So it's it's there's more dislikes than likes for the video. And I, I, I can personally understand why. I, if I was to give it a plus or a negative, I'd probably say negative. I just think the message, the message is wrong. I think they, no, I think the message is right, but they executed it badly. Um, I agree. I agree. There was uh, because well, on that same Piers Morgan show, the woman tried to say, no, this is showing the best of a man, like you know, the dad with the girl in the mirror and stopping bullying and all that sort of stuff. But I was like. But it's interspersed with like this man touching the woman's bum or cat calling and things like that. And I was like, maybe you could just have the good bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. <laughs> or if it was a narrative that progressed from one to the other, because a lot of the clips they showed would like would have been like 10, 15, 20 years ago. Like it didn't seem like that I can remember. A lot of them were very recent. But to intersperse them into one advert, I thought was a bit a suspect choice. It just, it's, it's one of those things where it's just trying to like really highlight something for their own benefit. I don't know, it was weird. It just it just didn't make sense. It, it, was, it was just such a blindsided thing to come out of nowhere, wasn't it? it was just... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, why is Gillette doing this? Like, it's a very masculine man brand. And I guess that's their point. They're like, they want to show that they're not, but... Well, they do women's readers as well. Doing that also, you know? Yeah. Like, you have no history of this behavior and now you want to say it you know like it's progress it just it just came out of nowhere but i do believe i i, I do think that if men are like oh it, you know it's an attack on masculinity and being a man i think that's a bit much because i think they're refuting if, if you refute that these things exist that behavior exists by men cat calling and you know grabbing women's bums or whatever whatever that treatment that does exist and toxic masculinity is a thing for sure. And I think that a lot of the response is saying that these things don't exist, which I don't believe is true. I yeah, exactly. I mean these things do exist. I just want also want to point out that they exist in both sexes. Um females are just as bad as males sometimes when it comes to things like that. In what um, way? Women pinch boys' asses all the time. I told you about um my Christmas party, didn't I? A year yeah. ago. Yeah, like, exactly. I was dressed up. I was dressed up a dragon of fairness, and yes, I've got a big bum, but I felt really uncomfortable. Yeah, no, just because you got a big, 
just because you got big ass doesn't mean that women could just pinch it with with the words going from you. I'm stupid now. Did you just get hands? <laughs> no, I just mean with with the confidence that because the in my head in the in the confidence because the woman it's okay to do it. Yeah, yeah. No. Yesterday again. Somebody pinched your ass yesterday. Yeah, I had a work party. Maybe it's just my work. <gasps> Listen, I would get HR onto this. This is sounds like. We don't a, have an HR department. We're so this bad. is why it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's. The what people are saying is toxic masculinity. I would also say is not isolated in men. I think generationally, growing up, it's always been boys don't cry. I I wouldn't say it was always just the father saying to the sons, "You can't do this." It's also the mothers would have said it. Absolutely. Um. So it's. I also don't like the term toxic masculinity. I don't mind it. I think it is appropriate. Mm. I don't know. What, what what's the equivalent to toxic? What's the equivalent of toxic fem- femininity? I exist. I would say so. I would say bitch. I would say it's something like extreme. You know, like radical feminism. That would be like something that is equivalent. I'd say bitchiness. But that's within that. That's within women themselves. That like they treat each other differently than men treat each other for the most part. It's not like yeah. women doing it to men. No, but this is saying toxic masculinity is boys doing it to boys. Who said that? What, the advert? Well, no, just in general, it's to- toxic masculinity, isn't it? It's like saying men need to treat each other better and tell each other it's okay to cry, be more supportive of each other. Correct. Well, not just that, it's also how they treat women. Yeah, but then toxic femininity is, to me, the same. Like Women shouldn't be as bitchy as they are to other women. Um, they should learn to support each other more, and they should also learn to treat men better. I, I mean, I think you're making this this bit up. Where where does that come from? Where's what? That's my that's, that's that's my opinion. What makes you think that women need to treat men better? Well, it's the same point where they can't go around pinching your ass. Who me? Yeah. It's both men and women, though. In all fairness. Well, either or. It's not. This is going back to the conversation we had five minutes ago, where women aren't. Angels. Yeah, no, I know, but I wouldn't. I don't know if it's on the same level as the way that men treat women. It's not the same. They're not equivalent. They they still do bad stuff. It's not. I'm not saying all women either. Like I wouldn't. No, I, I know. Bad. I I don't think there is an equivalent on toxic femininity necessarily because the only I don't know the equivalent is like women and it would be like an old fashioned way of thinking that women had to have babies and women must stay in the house and cook and women must present themselves to men by putting on makeup and dressing in a certain way. That, to me, would be... But that's the way that men make women feel in, in a lot of ways. Like, society predetermined that already. Women don't make women feel that, except maybe mothers who have grown through some sort of hierarchy where that's the way that you treat, you look after your man. I don't know if that exists, but I don't know if it's the same. I don't know. I don't think there is this, this the opposite. I think, I think there is. It's just, but that's based on nothing. That's like, weird. It's not based on nothing. It's based on the fact that I know there's women out there who go around pinching guys' ass because they think it's okay they can do it. That's quite a masculine behaviour, is it? Well, is it? That's what we say masculinity is, though. Like, that's no, quite a lavish thing to do is to like start pinching people's bums, is it? Or not really? Well, it can be if girls do it as well. I think the, the bad thing is that we only think of it as masculine and that's what makes it so negative on men. I, I'm saying it's negative across both sexes. Okay. I think the, the the sticking point here is that because it's because like for example you just that's quite a laddish thing to do. It's like well it's not because these girls are like pitching asses as well. It's, it's that was a question because I wasn't too sure, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, because if both do it, it's more recognised by men doing it than women are. Yeah, but also then because men do it, I'm not saying men don't do it. Of course, men do it. I'm not saying it's right either. Of course, it's bad, but it's the projection that the men are the only ones that do it and which makes it such a bad trait when it's also a bad trait when women do it and they should equally get equally get the same abuse that men do for it. Do you think there's like a toxic homosexual way or something of being or gay way? What do you mean? I don't know. It's really hard to define what toxic means then isn't it now when you kind of say it like toxic masculinity what things are bad what are things that are a bit extreme or quite I think I think Toxic homosexuality is 
the again the, I don't know what I want to say here, but it's the constant like putting down of other subgenres that that's quite toxic. I don't think that um, helps anybody. In... That would lie within racism and like masculinity anyway, wouldn't it? What? Sorry, say again. That would lie within the same sort of idea of like racism within a culture or toxic masculinity and femininity within within a group. Yeah. Not necessarily just being in like the LGBT sort of community. More so, I think it'd be a bit separate. Is what I'm saying to being gay, I guess. But I guess not everything was separate. I don't know. I need to think about this a bit more. It's quite interesting. Mm. Can you sort of pick off the surface? You're like, oh my god, what's going on? Yeah, it's going to be really Yeah. I think, we, I think, we didn't mean for this conversation to go this far. We want to talk about that. <laughs> That's why we're, we're a bit like, what does this mean? Does well, there are things to it, but the advert is a bit. That's the problem. Is the advert is not a good representation of what they intended in the first place, whether they intended it or what they were trying to represent. Because I, I guess the argument is whether this masculinity thing does actually live, like is it, if it is a thing. And it's easy to say, obviously, if you're a straight male or a masculine male, you'll feel like this is an attack on you. But maybe, the, and then it's easy for, say, me, who's not that way, to say, well, you shouldn't feel attacked. This is the truth. But I think there's a bit more to it. I think uh, we were talking about work, and one of the examples I use about how hard, how things that men have harder is when it comes to kids. I There's examples of when two kids have been flying unaccompanied and they're sat beside a meal and the meal has to move because the airline's policy is that they can't put kids beside men that aren't related. Is that a true thing? Yeah, it was in the news. Um, the guy had to move. The other thing is there's a social experiment done um, in a park in the United States, I think it was, where they hired a guy, gave him a fake camera, and asked him to pretend to take pictures, and hired a girl to do the exact same thing, hired a man and a woman, and the woman was fine to sit and take pictures of kids in the park. Nobody stopped her, nobody said anything to her, but the guy was stopped several times and asked what they're doing, what he's doing, taking pictures. And then the police came and asked him what he's doing, taking pictures. And he's like, it's a fake camera. And suppose the social experiment. But I think... That's harsh. It is harsh, but that's, that's the world we live in. I wonder how many cases, because, well, in the news, you only ever hear about, I believe, or to me, um, male child abusers and male pedophiles and... There must be female ones. Well, oh, there, there is for sure. Sure, um, I know it's fictional, but Notes on a Scandal is a, a story of a female pedophile. You need to use a real life example. I think that. Oh, well, fair enough. But uh, <laughs> there was a in the Louis Louis Theroux um, documentary. There was a a woman who was a pedophile. That's a, that's the thing. Like, yeah, you shouldn't treat them differently. Like, if the police shouldn't have showed up, should they have showed up? I guess they should have if they were called, but. They could have not shown up, but I guess it's difficult. People's perception is that like a woman couldn't possibly. I think the police were, for example, I'd be thinking they were right to show up. If someone called them, they have to say. Yeah, the difference is how easy it is for people to assume a man is a pedophile over a woman when they're both there doing exactly the same thing. Well, it's more in the media, I guess, isn't it? It's also it's no. That's, but if you're teaching your kids to beware of stranger danger men, meanwhile the women are slipping in the back door saying, hey kids. Overall, I think we agree about the... the ad- <laughs> yeah, back to the Gillette advert. We may as well end it because I don't think it will end. Like, I'm going to think more about this toxic masculinity thing, but I don't think the advert is a great example of the message that we were trying to send. I break the good and the bad. So don't intertwine them in such a long advert. Yeah. I, I agree. Positive examples. It's actually literally like the conversation we're just having about the Instagram thing. Although I hope it's not covering the fake, but actually we, we do want to see more positive examples. And that's why Instagram is good. Whereas if you look at Twitter, sometimes the reaction is really poor because all you see is like the hate and the negative aspects of things. And I don't have a sort of balance, but at this point we want to see good, proud examples displayed without having to taint it with this big corporate company trying to get a, you know, a bit of PR, which they're getting tons of. For better or for worse? Yeah. And no doubt the razor prices will go up now. 
Well, I, 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 I'm yet, apart from loads of women, I'm yet to see like, and I looked on Twitter and stuff, a lot of people be really positive about it. And so, and Gillette make exclusively for men, I believe. No, I think they do make female beverages as well. I imagine that men are the majority of their customer base. Well, there's so many people. There oh there. my God. What's wrong? Actually, I didn't even plug in my microphone. <laughs> oh my days. It happened to me. I think it for why did I pull it out? Oh, that's so weird. You sound exactly the same. <laughs> Your voice just carries. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is I was you know I had to fidget as a as I was doing this and I was like I'm playing this wire and I was like <laughs> oh, my god. <laughs> anyway. That's it, let's move on. What time did we start this? I didn't time it this week because you told me off last week for always showing you the clock. You need to time it. Well, I showed you last week and you were like, get that out of my face. Oh, <laughs> uh, you don't um, you don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race. I was going to make a Latrice Royale. Ah, oh, fuck you. I wish you watched it because we just need to talk about it on here, man. But you don't watch that bloody show. Did you watch that film I told you to watch, Dumpling? No, did you tell me to watch that? I'm sure I told you. Because I told you about how Jennifer Anderson plays the mom in the beauty pageant and they go, it's a Netflix film. Yeah, yeah. And have you watched it? No, no, I haven't watched it. <laughs> no, well, some of the some of the drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race are in it. Okay, I was thinking about watching a film this evening because I never watch films, and I keep saying to myself, "I will watch a film, get to it, and I'm like, no." So maybe it's this. Watch, it. watch Dumpling. It's such a feel-good film. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to say on that? No, I say I just want to say I'd love to hear what other people think. This won't be too long, but I just wanted to bring to light a an article that I sort of came across, and it's in Australia, so it's not local to here. It's in Melbourne, and the headline reads: "Gay bar apologizes for telling photographers to only shoot hot boys." So there's this club in Melbourne, or this bar, pardon me, called Poof Doof. Poof Doof. Poof Doof. Poof Doof. I don't know how you'd say it, and it's a terrible name. Um, that for them to only take pictures of hot boys and boys with muscles only. And this came out on January the 16th, so a couple of days ago. And the guideline banned uh, photos of women, skinny boys, boys with bad skin, and messy boys. And the latter were described as anyone who looks like they've poked down a 10-pack is out. Poked down a 10-pack? That must be smoking, I guess. That's crazy, isn't it? Some of the descriptions are so weird. The indie boys, they're not powerpuff worthy unless they are breathtakingly good looking or epically stylish. And breathtakingly is all in caps, isn't it? Breathtakingly! That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, they've since removed that. Uh, they, were limited, they said photographers are also told to limit their pictures of drag queens to only the best and never more than three or four. And once they've taken the photo, once that's it, forever. They said it's, uh, they apologize as confirmed that the brief is real, but it, it was explained, it was handed out during a meeting in 2011 and claimed it was kept to use against us. So they've had it from years ago, apparently. It's no longer. I love the description, boys of muscles, big ones, the kind of muscles that come from spending at least five sessions a week at the gym. Hot boys. That's amazing. If you want to lick their faces because they look so delicious, take a photo. I mean, I guess this kind of, although it is a real brief, this person must have been trying to be funny. Like they're not, they're clearly trying to be quite, to me, quite lighthearted. It's not okay. And, um, I wanted to look to see if there's anything like that in, um, in like the London-based clubs and bars. So I looked online to see what the pictures were like, and I couldn't find anything that was like closely resembling this at all. I saw loads of pictures of different bars, Cuba. XXL, I thought might be um, We Party, which is a big sort of muscle gay party that travels around the world. All of them had a variety of people, races, women, sizes, ages. And I was like, oh, that's really nice, isn't it? And yeah. see that here, or that I could see. Um, well, it is from years ago, so I don't know how like, accurate it is now. Well, she um, says it's from 2011, but 
only on what the 16th after the 16th of January did they say they're no lo- they no longer use this. And then only a post that was like recently did they say they're going to um, set a new bunch of policies. So well, that's uh, bad, had it continued, pardon me. Did you look at Poofdoof's website? I haven't looked at Poofdoof. It's on their um, uh, a post that they put on Facebook. Poofdoof. Oh, here it is. Poofdoof Melbourne. Sixteen thousand people like this. But yeah, well, if you saw, see, I was thinking like, I mean, for me, I guess, and I guess maybe I'm not their clientele, the people they want to go. But if I saw like only hot men, that would really put me off because I'd feel uncomfortable and not wanting to go. I would be first in line. I know you do have that thing where you only go for hot guys, so that would be perfect for you because you know you actually discriminate. They, they, you, you probably you could work for them and think this policy was like. <laughs> I, I thought the policy was fine. I don't know. Absolutely. The problem is, is you would not be allowed in. No, they wouldn't let me in. No, no, no. Bad skin. You showed them a picture of you on that bike, and then maybe they might let me in because I'm so motivational. Exactly. Yeah, terrible motivation and heavily filtered good looks. <laughs> I wonder if you've actually been to Poof Doof and what's, what it's like there. Uh, you can't track our followers, or you haven't done. I, I don't suppose any of them is in Melbourne, do you? Have you seen? A lot of our Australian listeners are based in Sydney. Do you have any in Melbourne? Not one. But I have friends in Melbourne, which is annoying because they don't listen, but I can message them and ask. Yeah, definitely. And then to subscribe two, and say... Two questions. Why don't you listen to my podcast and what's Poof Doof like? Exactly. Is it really that hot? Because if it is, I'll see you there tomorrow. <laughs> Road trip to Poof Doof. Um, do you think it's okay to set guidelines like that for pictures? Um, I think it's terrible. Terrible? I think, it's, yeah, it's the horrible guidelines to set for pictures. I think if, if I was managing a club and wanted to, I mean, I would say sex sells, but it's the definition of what people find sexy. So, um, it's I guess it's no different than all the advertising for XXLs or these hairy, muscular men. I don't think it's okay to do that. I think if you're going to take photographs, I don't know what the, what the reason the photographs are for, but in my head, it's just, you know, you have photographers going around clubs and taking pictures of people who are there. You just want to well, that's sure. how I imagine it was. Yeah, it's just, you want to have people having good fun. Like, it doesn't mm. matter. That's what I think. Well, even XXL, I mean, XXL is a man-only club, which is bad, I guess, in a way. They don't let women in. But the pictures that I saw online were all, had different ages, different sizes, some topless, some not. Obviously, very muscular men, but they're also big men as well. A few not-so-big uh, men. Yeah, I, I like that it's... I know I shouldn't like it, but I like that it's only men-only. Why? Um, I don't know. I, I have a I have a problem with straight girls in gay bars. No, I, that's the wrong. That's, that came out wrong. I have a problem when I'm when I'm in a gay bar and there's a straight girl there who acts like she, she likes like she owns the place. Like she owns the place, and I'm like, no. This is my house, bitch. <laughs> this is my house. No, I just, I mean, I, I know it's like, obviously, I don't know. Do you I think just, they should have like straight girl only like bars and toilets? Like as in, so within heaven, for example, this is their only bar that they can go to and line up? Um, Why are you considering that was a joke question? <laughs> no, I know. So I, no, I think, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, so I was. I was. What well, I got detracted from the question. I was thinking. Actually, I've had a really good time in heaven. I forget girls are allowed in heaven. That's in my head. I was thinking. Actually, it was a lot of fun. In I mean, I understand what you're saying, but that's kind of your own sort of. I'm going to say prejudice towards girls. I don't have any prejudice against girls. Pardon? I don't have any prejudice against girls. I just think it's nice as a gay man. You can go to a club, and there's only other gay men there. Other nice game. thing, but it's not a required. Like, I don't think it's right to exclude women because I don't think that that's what we're out to do to exclude people. Now, I don't understand why women would want to go, but I think you should have the option to. But with them, exercise a bad choice. We know they've already let themselves down, being like you can't even be particularly feminine or walk in with heels. Um, so, 
that already shows that that's I, I think that shows that they don't have their policies or their priorities exactly straight I think I think girls can be like that but I just don't I and that's why I didn't go to Brighton Pride for example this year last year because like Britney was there and I was like all the straight girls are going to be there like bombarding the entire place but to, to I don't think it's okay to be like you just can't go so I wouldn't want to be excluded anyway I wouldn't want to be told that I can't go anywhere. Well, I mean, let's filter this down. When it's women's only hour at the gym, should that be allowed? Uh, I think so. Okay, so why, why, why with the double standards? Women are more. I don't know. I just, I just think like I think men can be quite scary in the gym. I find, I find a lot of people that are in the gym quite intimidating personally. So you think we should have sections or time slots in the gym? Where well, what if you what if you wanted to go to the gym and the only time you can make it was a certain time because that's that's the time you finish work, get home, and you don't have you this hour, but it's actually women's hour and you can't go to the gym. Do you know I was turned away? I don't know if I told you a story before, but when I lived in Leeds, my, we were my friends were trying to convince me to go to this gay sauna, and I they was like, you, oh, no, no, they they took a while to convince me, but they're like, okay, I was drunk, and like, can we go after the club? I'm like, fine, we'll go. And we leave and we like knock on the door and they open and says, sorry, love, it's ladies' night. I'm like, what? <laughs> it was ladies' night at the zona, so I couldn't get in. And that upset you? Uh, no, it was prejudice. I was a victim. I think, I think, um... I think, just before I go on and people think I, I don't agree with, uh, with women-only stuff, I do agree with women only stuff. Um, That's the opposite of what you just said, but okay. No, it's not. It's not. I, what I was saying, I was pointing out that. You've actually questioned me for saying that it was okay for women only gym. No, what the point I was making was I think it's okay to have women only, and that's why I also think it's okay to have men only thing. So that's why I agree with XXL being okay to be gay men only. Okay. Because I also don't think it's a bad thing that women have. Woman only gyms or woman only clubs, it's it, it's it's fair. Okay. And I kinda of understand what you're saying. It doesn't obviously fall in line with being inclusive and stuff, but But just I because feel more, I feel more comfortable, for example, I do feel more comfortable in um an environment that is gay men like at a club and stuff, and I feel less comfortable when there's loads of women around and like in their high heels and you know, being like really I don't know. I, I, I'm just really comfortable in that situation. <laughs> loads of like, straight lads and stuff. I'm, you know, I don't feel... Not that I don't feel unsafe. I, yeah, I just don't feel comfortable. And I feel more comfortable in my known environments, which is like a gay club and, you know, no women and gay men. So, Which is, which is fine. It's, it's, yeah. You shouldn't feel guilty for saying that. I don't feel guilty. But I wouldn't say like... I don't get. I don't know if I get annoyed when you're talking about like when women feel like they own the place, something like heaven or whatever. Like that's kind of an inclusive place, whereas I was like XXL and men only places aren't inclusive. But is it okay to be exclusive? I guess it is. I guess it's okay to be exclusive to a certain type or a certain demographic or a certain you know customer group. Yeah, I think like when it comes to gay bars and things like that, you have to, you have to recognise why there are why they're around they're there i hate i hate the term safe space but they're there as a place for gay men to go and feel comfortable and feel like it's a it's a place for gay people to go and feel safe um and once straight people go in there and treat it like it's their space it makes it less a gay space and it's i mean the argument is as long as for example if if two guys were in there and they're make, like, making out, kissing, uh, that they wouldn't get any form of abuse. That's totally fine. That's, I guess, that's the inclusiveness of it. Anyway, this is a tangent of all tangents because the question was about photography. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, and there wasn't really much a story. You can't really deny the fact that, you know, we, this was an argument to be had. It was bad. The policy, I think, itself is relatively funny, like the comments, but also, like, and I was interested to see if there were many places in London that had... Just by going online, seeing their pictures, if it seemed like there was a similar policy in me, and there wasn't. But I just think it's a big no-no on them. So if and when I go to Melbourne, maybe I'll give Poof, doof. Miss. Um, yeah. 
Sounds like a shithole anyway. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, that's it from me. Do we get any uh, comments this week? Not one. Oh, no. And I checked. I editing, but that was about it. Oh, I fucked up the editing last week. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry about Duflay's ears. So Duflay messaged me and said that there's something wrong with the sound at this point because it blasted out too loud. I am sorry. I messed up the editing. Oh, silly me. Yeah, it was actually just better there again. It was me. Although oh, I need to figure out how to put the... Um, I need to figure out how to do music. I keep saying no. I, I am. Let me take the blame. I don't mind taking the blame. Okay, good. I'm glad you take ownership of something. But yeah, not one, not one comment from the United Kingdom, United States, Canada, Ireland, Australia, Germany, New Zealand, Greece. I checked all our top countries. Not one. Greece. Yeah, Greece is in there. Sweet. The Netherlands. I, I mean, and this is one thing I want to hear back. But obviously, people aren't. Is it? Should we keep on mentioning it? Will, will that remind people, or will it become annoying? I think because it's only a couple of weeks since this beginning of the year, we'll just keep mentioning it and then see how we go over the next couple of months. How about that? I think if people don't want us to make it comments, then they should be leaving comments. <laughs> I know. Trust us in submission by actually leaving comments and we won't. <laughs> but we like to grow yeah. and you're our friends. And we can only grow with your support. You know? And you know, if you're listening, which we hope you are, and a lot of people are, I think, especially when they do mention it in text messages and stuff, then it would be very, very helpful and we'd be super grateful if you could um, help us out grow a little business. Yeah, it's so super easy to take a screen grab of, of what you're listening on and share it on your Instagram story. Maybe put a little motivational quote in there to, you know, spice things up. Yeah. <laughs> you're so you know, good. You know I'm going to do it. Look, Ashley has no shame. You shouldn't either, okay? <laughs> that is the moral of the story. The moral of the story is do what makes you happy. As long as it doesn't hurt somebody else or break the law. Do what makes you happy. And I made that quote up. That was a long quote. It's a good one, though. All right. Well, thank you for another episode, Ashley. I really enjoyed today. I really did as well. We went tangent back to the tangents, like from episode one. But Isn't it, boy? That has had no, no formula whatsoever today. It was good. It was a little, little ramble. <laughs> it, was yeah. good. it was good. All right. Well, have a lovely week. And thank you everyone for listening and thank you very much in advance for your comment and sharing of our wonderful content. Yes, get to and share get on. Get some merch. <laughs> <laughs> Give this bitch a retweet. Like what is so wrong with I know, but sharing it. It reminded me of um somebody oh, said I'm trying to say goodbye, like I'm trying to get rid of the bitch. <laughs> it reminded me somebody I read something the other day is like on Instagram people are so stingy with their double taps it's like it doesn't cost you anything just double tap on stuff is that a thing what do you mean people say stingy you know like, somebody else had said it there was like people are going through and they're like they're posting stuff it's like nobody ever gives this person likes and I was like that's a good point like it doesn't cost anyone just to double tap for the sake of double tapping on a picture I don't know, because I've seen people just double tap on every single photo, and I think that's a bit much. And I, I actually forget, as I'm scrolling through, I forget that you can like them. I know it sounds weird, and then sometimes I'm like, oh shit, actually I like that, because I like that person, or I like the post. I, I was, the point I was making was, it doesn't cost anybody anything to share our podcast. It could be your good, no. deed, good deed for the week, is to just share the podcast. It's pure altruism at its best. Anyway, time to go. Yes, please. All right. I listen to all these motivational quotes. I have to think, I have to research some more now. I know people are listening. I need to go for a three hour run now, thanks to those quotes. Well, I personally take the credit for you being back at the gym. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't have to say it, but I read between the lines and I got what you were saying. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you, Ashley. I appreciate all of the help that you've given me. You are welcome. You Keep are posting welcome. unashamedly and unabashedly. And. <laughs> I put the hash in on a bash. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. You keep going to the gym, Matt. Keep it up. Good I will. I will. I've got plans for three days this week. Actually, no, it needs to be more because there's no rugby on Saturday. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Dig it.